She won't come in the light. Who? You know who. Hello, club members. I'm Chris, and today's episode is brought to you by my depression. And I'm Kate, and um, this episode is truly cursed. Cursed! And for that, we apologize. But we are also victims of this curse. I swear to you, no one has suffered more at the, <laughs> at the hands of waiting for this episode than us. So this is our... Fifth Fourth time. or fifth, Chris? Fifth? This is our okay. fifth time recording this episode. <laughs> I'm like gonna cry. I'm so, so tired, bad. and it's the worst fucking movie that we worst had to record. Movie. It could have been like a beautiful oh. movie. You had to make it. Darkness falls. You put this curse upon us, Chris. <laughs> this was a hundred percent you. Approximately, I don't know, like a month ago, two months ago, I had the bold idea to be like, "Hey, next movie, let's do Darkness Falls." Mm-hmm. And I got a weird chill whenever you said that. I didn't recognize it was a curse until now. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was like re- residual childhood horror. <laughs> no, it was, it was the curse rushing into our souls. <laughs> so yeah, this episode is completely cursed. We have absolutely recorded this episode in full five times. And mm-hmm. so are all of our reactions to all the facts we tell each other uh, rehearsed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we, mm-hmm. um, we, we are acting today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We- <laughs> we're doing a little experiment called lying called lying what i didn't know that about this movie kate tell me more <laughs> yeah. you haven't told me that five fucking times <laughs> that's great tell me more fun facts about darkness falls yeah so basically our lives are terrible and we're stuck in this horrific groundhog's day situation <laughs> of recording this episode repeatedly and then experiencing catastrophic <laughs> Technical Catastrophic. difficulties. Shall I tell them just one? They're just different one. every time. And They're that's different. The- <laughs> that's the fun twist of the curse. So, first, the first few would just like de- I don't know, it just mauled our recordings afterwards. So it just had huge gaping <laughs> holes in the audio. Ripped them to shreds. Ripped them to shreds. Um, and it doesn't tell you that until after you record all of it. <laughs> it holds it as a little surprise. A little secret. At the hour and thirty minutes. Oh, by the it's way, I only recorded half of this. <laughs> By the way, I'm your. I know I'm your um, podcast software. I was not listening the whole time. Sorry, that's my bad, guys. So he did that. He did that like three times. Um, this twice podcast software. Twice was it different the other times? I think I only messed up twice, but it wasn't you messed up. It wasn't me so much messing up. It was my program that was messing up. We adjusted everything we could adjust that we found on the internet, and then we recorded the whole thing, and then something super fun happened. We like Chris had it. He had a full audio clip. And he sent it to me and it worked and I pasted it in and I was editing it. And then all of a sudden, everything fucking flatlined. Just asystole on the track. Asystole. <laughs> it was just dead. CPR was with, was uneffortless. <laughs> there was no hope. I, was, I just had to watch in horror. And it, it would just flatline a little bit. And then I'd try to press undo and then it would just flatline it bit. again. <laughs> and it just flatlined. Like, no. And it was, it was too late. And so now. It's too late. We both downloaded new programs. I literally mm-hmm. just downloaded it. So we're going to record mm-hmm. it on a totally new software. I hope it's working. I hope it's listening to us. So aside from our horrible Groundhog's Day situation of recording an episode about a terrible movie over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again, 
There's also been a fucking pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't speak for both of us, but our lives are terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, no, I'll, you can say I'll, that. You can speak, <laughs> for, speak both for both of us. Both of us. Um, I hope everyone, um, I hope all of you are staying home and staying safe and being healthy. And I hope your families are healthy. Um, I know that everyone's going through a really rough time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to turn this into a COVID podcast, but let's be real. What sort, what form of media are we consuming right now that isn't about COVID, you know? It's all about COVID. It's- I went on Snapchat and they snapped me about COVID. <laughs> They're like, what is, how is Snapchat <laughs> the ghost is like handling the pandemic? Mouth. And I'm like, probably nothing. Uh- <laughs> I love all the emails that are coming out of the woodworks. Like a restaurant that I went to 10 years ago is like, I know you're curious how we're handling it. And I'm like, I don't, I wasn't. <laughs> a subscription that I canceled five years ago I was like how are we handling your products I'm like you're not the razors that I used to shave my legs emailed me two days ago and they're like I know you're curious <laughs> same actually same Leave me. I have bigger problems than my razors but yeah so things so things have been pretty weird um for everybody but Kate and I um since obviously we're veterinarians that's part of the point of this weird crackadoodle podcast that we have mm-hmm. um We've still been working um, in a wildly different capacity than we were before. So basically, our lives were pretty much turned a little upside down by this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's just, everything's just very weird, and nothing feels everything right. Everything is contaminated and, and awful. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. Including this podcast. Nothing's so welcome. Nothing's great, and so we would just. If you're hoping to escape a little bit. Mm. 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 Well, because we couldn't escape. So guess we what? Couldn't. Neither can you. <laughs> we came home <laughs> from our weird ass jobs and recorded this five times. Five times. You're welcome. Let's let's dive into this movie again. Uh, Shall we? What movie is it, Kate? Oh, well, Chris, this this time it's Darkness Falls. What? Oh, my God. Who knew? Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. Love this so, movie. Uh, Definitely. Chris picked this movie because it caused him childhood trauma. Severe childhood trauma. Let's not undersell this, okay? So, as Kate knows, and as as all of you know, I'm not a horror fan. Um, no, that's kind of the point mm, of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I had seen very, very few horror films before Kate um, blackmailed me into this podcast. She does. She is holding things up over my head, people. Like, this oh, is my cry for help. So... <laughs> Uh, He's blinking in Morse code right now. He forgot it was a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyways, this is um this is one of the only movies that I had seen prior to the beginning of this podcast. And there were a couple others, which I'll hold close to my chest. But this is one of the only ones I had seen. I saw it at a at a all boy slumber party um, in sure. like sixth, seventh grade, something like that. I don't really remember. Honestly, that's like what this movie was made for. Truly. That's the audience. Truly. And everyone (laughs) and everyone's watching it and they're like, oh, what a stupid movie. Meanwhile, I'm like trying to cover up the fact that like there's (laughs) urine running down my legs. Like (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, it's so not scary. And then I couldn't sleep for two weeks. Oh great. Like I truly couldn't sleep for two weeks. Like I was like full on under the covers, just my nose sticking out so I could get that sweet cold breath of cold air, air. <laughs> of just, we've all done that instead of just rebreathing my exhaust i definitely remember like being it what i so i haven't seen this movie but as what? i've said many times i've never seen this i know you didn't know that about me chris um i had never seen it but i have seen a lot of horror movies in my childhood as i've explained is that's why my personality <clears throat> is the way that it is um, yeah. so i had definitely had the experience of suffocating i guess underneath my blankets to protect me from the demons. Yeah. But those were things that made sense. Like, I'm going to defend myself. Like, if I would watch a movie about, like, 
a zombie demon. Yeah. Like that could happen. Absolutely. Chris, Chris, in seventh grade, you had all your adult teeth. And as we know, this movie is about a deranged tooth fairy. I'm sorry. Are you saying that my my fears and emotions are not valid? I'm not saying that. So here's the thing, though. Bit. I still had my wisdom teeth. They hadn't erupted yet. So like, who? I don't know. Maybe she, they don't wanted, fall maybe out. she wanted those. She was like, uh, your mouth ain't big enough. <laughs> Gimme. I'm also going to kill you now. So I yeah. Was it an irrational fear to be afraid of a demon tooth fairy from a specific city that is made up and I had all my adult teeth? Sure. Yeah. One <laughs> could say that that was an irrational fear, Kate. But mm-hmm. The trauma is still the trauma trauma is trauma. And as (laughs) the listeners who remember our first episode know, I had an honest to God proven by science interaction with a very real demon in said room. That one time that uh, Chris woke up and there was a coat across the room. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole story. A demon. Okay. So a proven demon. This has been studied and okay. I'm not going to hash this out again. Mm -hmm. Real demon experience. And I was so I was already like deathly afraid of the dark. And I'm sorry, but tooth fairy um, Nazgul creature coming at you and killing you just because you're a child who has like deciduous teeth like in the dark. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That was because that's like a big part of it. This movie was built to scare me. Like mm-hmm. sure, the teeth thing was irrelevant. It was dark and she liked the dark. <laughs> There's dark in the name. Exactly. <laughs> it's very subtle. Mm. Um, so I hadn't seen this movie, but I had heard a lot about it because it was very popular like on the like at recess when I was in, I don't know, third grade when this came out. This came out in 2003. So it's about that time. Was that, did kids not talk about no, Kate, on, the, on the playground? I literally can't imagine what kind of post-apocalyptic like childhood you had in some sort I'm of certain- weird netherverse where like infants are just like watching murder and be like, ha. I'm starting to think I didn't run with the best crowd. The more I yeah. figure out this is, I'm starting to. I think that too. Mm. Kate. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I remember I I didn't watch this movie. Credit to my parents when I was in third grade. I watched other ones, but this this was far too dumb for them to watch, so I didn't watch it. But a lot of people did, and so I remember being on the playground and like little kids being like, "Hey, like it's the tooth fairy, and like she's gonna come get you." And I did have baby teeth at that point. And I didn't know much about the movie. I didn't know that she was a flying, shrieking Nazgul type um, Halloween decoration. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that it had any sort of... Honestly, there's not much of a plot to it. All I knew is that it was dark and there was a tooth fairy and she ate you. All you yeah, you just knew that you had some loose ass teeth and she wanted to kill you because of it. <laughs> that's all I knew and that's all I needed to know. And it did freak me out. In third grade. So I, whenever you suggested this movie, I actually got nervous. Oh, I'm sorry. You got nervous even though you have all of your adult teeth? Hmm. I got, well, hmm. I got nervous because hmm. I got triggered. I got triggered that like, this was like this huge scary movie that I had tried to avoid as like a little kid. And now I was facing my fears. Imagine how I feel every episode. <laughs> I can't. Like, Kate. Why do you still talk Like, you'll be like, let's watch this movie. I'm like, oh, I definitely squared that away a long time ago as a horror I'll never expose myself to. (laughs) Thanks. Well, I can empathize with you now, except for not really, because this movie is not very scary. (sighs) Not as scary as I thought it would be. I recognize as a seventh grader, it was probably scary. I also have to mention that 
or at least bring up that you are not the only person who suggested this movie. You're also not the only person who, which is shocking to me, but also <laughs> not the only person who had this um, experience as a child being terrified of this movie. So we had a club member, Carly, write in to us on our email account and gave us a bunch of recommendations. And she recommended Darkness Falls. To her credit, there's a little side note that says, I know this movie is nonsense, but I still love it. And I don't care how bad it is. Nice save, Carly. Yeah, nice save. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I texted her, I emailed her. I'm like, okay, you are in luck. (laughs) We're actually watching that garbage movie you recommended. And she was like, okay, when you're six years old and you still believe in the tooth fairy and you have a loose tooth and you're watching Darkness Falls, it's a terrifying movie. And and here we are, Carly, a month and a half later, finally (laughs) returning on the the email. We're like, aren't you in luck? We're doing it right now. (laughs) Hmm. Not great, um, but let's go ahead and just dive into this um, garbage that you made us consume, Carly and Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, mm-hmm. okay, so first I just want to say everyone else hates this movie too. Great. Literally everyone. No one, <laughs> no one has anything nice to say about this movie. So, okay, so IMDb, what do you think? What do you think they said? I know. See, the thing is I know you've told me four times and I still don't remember. <laughs> That's the best part. Three, four. You always, you're always wrong. <laughs> this is the <laughs> fifth time, and you're always wrong. So, IMDb gave it a five point zero out of ten, which I think is the most hilarious. Oh, that's embarrassing. I think that's the most hilarious review you could give a movie, because it's kind of like it was just like the default setting, and they just didn't bother. Like they couldn't be bothered <laughs> like, enough with fine. this movie. They're like, sure. <laughs> like, I'm not going to waste another second on this movie (laughs) reviewing it or otherwise. A lower score takes someone having an opinion, like having feelings, or and to get a better score, like someone has to have a feeling. This this score to me is just like no one cared enough. Like yeah, empty inside. (laughs) Um, that's honestly a better score than I would give it. So well, Rotten Tomatoes would would agree with you. So um, (laughs) I'm sure you don't remember these values either. No. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Um, wait, critic or audience? You tell me. I'll, um, I'll do critic. 12. No. <laughs> Is that higher? Lower. It's lower than that. Yeah. So the critic. Oh, it's single digits. Yeah. The critics on the tomato meter gave it a 9%. Oh boy. So arguably they didn't like this movie. I don't know how you get a score of nine <laughs> percent, really, because like someone was like, "Yeah, throw in a couple points." It's like whenever they say you take the SAT and you get like six points for writing your name. Yeah, exactly. It's like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's that is a nonsense score to me. Like, just give it the zero that you clearly think it deserves. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous to me. Um, audiences liked it a little bit better. Um, they gave it a thirty-four percent. Um, oh, that's still not good, though. No, but I think that's mostly from um, this reviewer, Kelly. Kelly M. in 2006. She writes the most glowing review. She gives this a 9 out of 10. And What what um, source is this? Is this Rotten Tomatoes? No, she's um, a Metacritic user. And, oh, okay. and she gives it a score of 9 out of 10. And she says, quote, I love this movie. Period. It's a good horror film. Period. That's the whole quote. Full, full, full review. Full stop. <laughs> so that's definitely an eleven-year-old <laughs> on Metacritic, just loose. I love this movie. So, <laughs> Kelly, thank Strong you. Feelings. Thank you for standing up against the tide of hate and ignorance that has been 
cast upon this film. You're the bravest preteen we know, Kelly. We such an optimist. We we aspire to ascend to your level, Kelly. <laughs> and someday maybe we shall. But not today. Not today. <laughs> First we're gonna rip this to shreds and then we'll ascend to Kelly's level and think see the good and everything. Yeah. But there's just not much good in this movie. No, and everyone and like all the reviews are pretty much the same drivel of like, yep, it's bad. <laughs> not gonna waste another breath. It's just bad. Don't watch it. It's not a good um, movie. But here's the thing: it made a lot of money. I love which that. is really sad. The budget for this movie was eleven million dollars. Mm-hmm. I I don't know where they spent that money. Um, I think flashlights. Flashlights. <laughs> Um, they had to get stunt doubles for Tildy, uh, Matilda, and those, I believe, actually were just Spirit of Halloween lawn decorations. Decorations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like what? 30 bucks each? Yeah. But you needed a couple. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Spare no expense at Spirit of Halloween. They had to rent that MRI. They, okay. They, I will say Darkness Falls, um, hospital has some really good... Really great quality diagnostic imaging. <laughs> They've got a great imaging department. The rest of their hospital is actually an insane asylum, though. So mm-hmm. questionable everything else. Wire beds. Um, but this movie made um, on its $11 million budget. Please guess. $34 million. Chris, I've told this to you like eight times now. And you still don't get it right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's $48 million. $48 million. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a lot. Um, but that's also offensive to me because mm-hmm. that's actually slightly better than what midsummer did mm-hmm. on the same budget which yeah. is infuriating it just goes to say that like horror is less popular now like people just don't like it as much or maybe they just don't like heady horror like complex horror i definitely think okay so i'll, I'll pop over to the film genre real fast because i see where you're going um so i always pick a film genre um, my first choice for this was tooth horror. Of course, it was, um, and that's not just because I've heard it multiple times. It's just it's pretty apparent. <laughs> it's just quite obvious, and um, I have to lump it in with teeth because that's how you can make a genre. Is you have to be able to lump it in with different movies, otherwise it's a fake genre. And really, so there's this at least movie one and other... teeth are wildly similar. Uh, oh yeah, from what I know, <laughs> from what the limited information that we know about teeth. <laughs> but my my first film genre that I picked for this. Um, was early to early two thousands teen horror garbage. Yeah, yeah. So that that's what the, it was in this time in like the early to mid two thousands. They were just churning out crap and raking it in and raking it in. And I swear they all had the same trailer. It was just and like people. It did people didn't care. They would just pay and they would go to it. When did and, when did and Scream and come out? It. I can't remember nineties. Mm, yeah. So I think it's Scream's fault. Yeah. I think a lot of things are screaming. <laughs> but I think like horror sort of died, you know, mm-hmm. late mm-hmm. 80s. In the 80s, and yeah. Early 90s. Like it stopped being a thing after mm-hmm. um, after those 1970s slasher films and such. And then Scream came along and made it really popular, especially amongst teens, right? Which is yeah the demographic we should all strive for, right? Because they're where the yeah. economy <laughs> is driven by, right? Yeah. So like at least in pop media... So like Scream comes 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 along and then everyone's like, oh, we can make a slasher and we can add little <laughs> funny elements to it. Yeah. And we can spend zero dollars and make millions. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they and did. And they did. And and we, they did. we got this, Prom Night, 
I'm sure several other movies that you oh, know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ghost Ship, uh, Boogeyman, The Fox. There, like, I swear there was like three a year. Right. Uh, yeah. And, pe- and people just went. Like, they just made money. And I feel like that's died off now. And now we're stuck with horror. Stuck with horror. We're Now we have horror that is trying oh, to be more... we're stuck with bad like, horror that's good horror. Well, it's trying to be more, like innovative and more creative and try to get away from those old slasher film tropes and stuff and i think people just maybe don't like it mm. like you know what i mean like just just stab it it's really simple just, we just, just stab we, it we and we'll give you the, the money <laughs> <laughs> what is this with the hut and the That's bear i don't i don't get it i don't i don't get it <laughs> the bear. is this symbolism stop trying to make me think Ariaster. <laughs> So speaking of Ari Hester, we need to talk about the very famous director Liebs. for this movie. Liebs, yes, Jonathan Liebsman, mm-hmm. um, who has made only one other horror classic. It was in 2014. Chris, what movie was it? God, gay, I don't remember. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja. Oh, that's the God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I fully consider horror. Oh, absolutely. Those so literally te- this guy's... <laughs> weird clay lips so this guy's whole portfolio is like darkness falls gap 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 teenage mutant ninja turtles and he's like i'm done i did what i came here for but can you blame him he made money he made a lot of fucking money and so that's the director and we'll talk about him a lot um mostly making fun of him and then as far as the cast there's like two main characters like the male protect i guess we can call him a protagonist the, the male, male person who we see the most. Male, male, male person and then female male person. Male actor one, female <laughs> actor one. And female person is Emma Caulfield, who I know from Buffy, and she's been in a couple of their movies too. Right. And, but Kyle has probably the most notorious and beloved um, oh, cinemographic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So um, Kyle is the main character in this movie. He's a horrible actor, yes. but you might know him, listeners. As a leading role... From Legally Blonde. <laughs> Turns out Reese Witherspoon is just a pen name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's his name? And what's his name in Legally Blonde? Brandon. Brandon. Okay, so this guy has a name. If anyone who is listening can t- write in and tell me who the fuck Brandon was <laughs> in Legally Blonde, because Chris and I have scoured the internet. I, he has a named role. There's no trace of his, his existence no in the trace. movie except for the trailer. Except for, like, not the trailer. The, um, the trailer. The trailer. The um, credits. Like, the fact that he's a named person is the only he's a named person. source that he's in the movie at all. There is no Brandon in that movie. But it's, like, on... You're right. It's, like, when you pull, look up this actor, it's, like, on his IMDb profile. He's, like, yep. I was Brandon. That was me. <laughs> And like I just I've never understood the point of naming non-speaking rolled characters. I'm so confused. Like, was his agent just like, please, he's really sensitive. Can you just do not call him football player number four? He can't <laughs> do that again. <laughs> Maybe he was the stand-in for Bruiser. No, oh. like Bruiser's sick. We need Brandon. Get in there, Brandon. Just like on all fours. <laughs> on all fours. I would watch that movie. <laughs> Reese with a spoon feeds him a strawberry covered in cream. <laughs> Eat up. Seriously, if anyone can figure out who the fuck Brandon was in Legally Blonde, he's not in the musical. I looked it up. There's no Brandon. No. Arguably, he's not in the movie. But if you guys can <laughs> prove this, prove me Send wrong. Send me a screenshot. Prove that Brandon yeah. exists. I've yet to be convinced. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's dig into this movie. Um, the, the movie starts... Much like that um, 
you that like history channel documentary about how aliens built the pyramids yeah it's all in sepia and we get this ham-fisted narration this is like the the prologue to the movie but instead of um acting it out or like writing something they just they literally just tell it to us like so this is they just deliver straight exposition (laughs) it's like sepia and this guy's like okay fuckwads listen up (laughs) He's like, all right, here. There was a house. Picture of a house shows up. And we're like, got it. Okay. There's no, there's no actors. It's just like microfilm pictures <laughs> of random. That like fade away into the, the fade away. background. He's like, listen, yeah. there's this woman. Her name was Matilda Dixon. She was a bitch, but no one knew that yet. <laughs> no one knew that yet. She they start loved with her being children. Like adored. And everyone she loved that was children. Fine. And they and she and they would bring her her teeth. I don't don't know how that started. Actually, I'm a little bothered they don't explain that. Did a child bring her the tooth and she's like, you're off some gold? Or was she like, hello, child. I I will give you gold for your teeth. You do not need them. Look how they fall. They reject you. They reject you. Give me your mouth bones. I will take Give me those mouth bones. (laughs) And everyone thought that was adorable for some fucking reason. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, yes, Matilda, give our children your money for their teeth. There's nothing weird about that. In the 19th century, gold was gold. (laughs) Literally. Um, They were like, yeah, gold is gold. Also, 19th century where? When were we using gold coins? I mean, we were at some point. And then... (laughs) That's some solid history background. Thank you. I did take the AP US history test in high school. Yeah, we were at some point using gold. Okay, so she um, is collecting kids' mouth bones and everyone's chill with it. And then Mm. one day, a fire breaks out at her house and she just catches on fire and her face gets all disfigured. Cue Phantom of the Opera music. (laughs) It is is a Phantom of the Opera mask, 100%. So she's wearing this white porcelain mask now. Um, we know that because they're t- he's telling it to us. I'm, this yeah, is almost yeah. a, <laughs> they're not showing us the, anything. The movie has not started yet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this is almost quote for quote the <laughs> intro. Like, okay, and then um, there's a mask. Okay, what then what okay, happens? Um, and so people um, liked her a little bit less now because she's kind of creepy. And now she she's scary herself, and right? ugly. And so she's afraid of the sun because she's really sensitive to sunlight. And like it that. hurts her. Like a vampire. Now she's a witch. And that's a very yeah, witchy thing, Matilda. <laughs> Not the collecting our children's mouth Being bones, afraid of the sun bit. <laughs> so um, then two kids go missing. Two children, town folk go missing for what I can assume is like 30 minutes. Maybe. So, Tops. So the, the town obviously like grabs Matilda from her house and like hangs her. Like, so you <laughs> definitely killed our kids because you're a witch. You've been collecting their teeth from... I knew... Fair point. I've known all along that you were creepy. I always thought this. Um, I think this was some lazy parenting on behalf of the It's not because you're ugly now. That's not why I feel this way. Um, Yeah, you were hot before. Yeah, I'll say it. In front of my family, in front of my wife, in front of the pastor, in front of the pastor's wife, I'll say it. Yeah, yeah. I would have smashed, but now I'm going to pass. But now you're a witch. Literally, they were just like, kids, go hang out in her house. It's a free babysitter. I don't care if she takes your teeth out. <laughs> Second, she's ugly. Because like, that her. one wasn't even loose yet. <laughs> and they're like, deal with it, kid. Deal with it. But now she's a witch. For babysitting. Now she's a witch. So they burn her to death. And she kind of proves them right. Because instead of being like, no, I would never hurt your children. She's like, guess what, bitches? I put a curse on you. Back. Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on you. <laughs> and it was, it was very much a hocus pocus moment. She's like, are you going to kill me? All right curse you for all time got mm-hmm. it and everyone's like 
kind of witchy. <laughs> You're kind of proving our fucking it's point. Witchy Matilda. And so, yeah, she's like, she cursed them. She's like, I will return and I will wreak vengeance on you. And she's like, she threatened their children, right? I don't think she was a good person to begin with. You know, good people typically don't, don't ca- cast curses on entire populations of people. Okay, so Matilda curses the town and then like, the two kids walk. They just back show up. back. Like, <laughs> Literally, it's been forty-five minutes at this point because she burns easy because she's old and dry. Mm. And they're like, "What did we miss?" And they're like, "Oops, <laughs> too late." So now we now so we like, curse anyway. Now we curse. We're moving right along. That was the ham-fisted exposition narrated to us. Yeah. So now it's a hundred and fifty years later, and we immediately jump into some sort of weird. Dawson's Creek style romance between two preteens. 10 year olds. <laughs> it's forced and no one asked for it. it. It's just, it's so forced. So basically, Kyle, Brandon, if you will, is sitting on his bed and he, he's lost his last baby tooth. Ah, the deciduous eras of his, of his bones has ended. <laughs> How'd you Imagine. shoving that shit back in there? Oh my God. In there. Get the shove the other one back up (laughs) and so he's um talking to his friend caitlin green in the dark in his bedroom at 9 Mm -hmm. p.m that's what 10 year olds do and he lost his last baby tooth and um, and she's like you a man now yeah so we gonna smash (laughs) (laughs) not today we 10 but But foreshadowing (laughs) 15 years from now get ready (laughs) get ready we're just setting that up (laughs) she lays one on him kisses him and then goes out the window. He's like, that didn't make me feel any better. <laughs> I'm so scared. And she's like, don't worry. She's not going to kill you. It's not even real. And here's my first critique of this film. Oh, I think we were well past the first critique of this film. <laughs> I feel like I've only given it credit thus far. Okay. How dare yeah. you? So yeah. my first critique of this film is that either A, Matilda is a bad killer. Like maybe she's oh, bad she, at it. She's not good at it. We'll get to that. Or... Nope, I have no alternative theories because how could 150 years have gone by without many a child going missing? So they had to have been, right? And they're just like, oh, it's fine. Because there's at least two in this movie. So I don't know if the curse also makes like the police very bad at investigations or if that's just like how the police works. Yeah, maybe it's like an it situation where everyone's like, yeah, the kids are dead, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So she pops away and now he's trying to sleep and he's having a nightmare. And he knows, according to legend, he can't look at her. Like yeah, he knows yeah. that. He knows that she only comes. So she only comes when the, when a child loses their last tooth. So it's not every mm-hmm. baby tooth. But the last tooth they lose, she comes and she won't kill you unless you see her. Because mm-hmm. she cannot stand being seen because she's mm-hmm. ugly now. And that one <laughs> villager said that he would not smash no more. <laughs> and say, she's really pissed about it. <laughs> But don't worry, because um, Caitlin, his um, future girlfriend or whatever, has um, told him to face his fears. So he just peeks straight away. He's like... <laughs> he just looks. But he's... Don't worry, Kate. He has his trusty, dusty flashlight. Yeah. Which is Matilda's greatest weakness. Flashlights. Not just lights. LED Evidently lights. Evidently flashlights, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> so he sees her. And she's like, I'm the boogeyman. And he's like, ah, mm-hmm. sprays her in the face with the light. Sprays her in the face. <laughs> and she screams and mm-hmm. like smashes into a wall. And then he runs and he goes to the bathroom. Because mm-hmm. the bathroom has a light on. Right. He doesn't turn the light on in his room. No. 
That'd be too that easy. That would be silly, Kate. Mm-hmm. That would be goofy. And um, why, why didn't he do that? Because <laughs> he was in panic. He was in panic. Let's excuse. We'll him. talk about this later. But the, the, oh no, we should just go ahead. Kyle's okay, not so, smart. Um, he's not smart. So he goes in the bathroom, and his mom like walks by with like I don't know laundry or something. She's like, "What are you doing in the bathroom? I heard bear screeching." <laughs> he's like, "Mom, there's a demon in my bedroom," and she's like, "Okay, I'll go check it out. Don't worry about it." <laughs> She's like, there's no demon. Oh, my God. Chill. Chill your roll. Chill your roll. She looks around. She's like, look, no demon. Then she like catches a glance at his mirror. And then Tilda's just like in the mirror like, hello. And then bam, (laughs) rips her intestines out. Rips her to pieces in front of him. And he's just sitting in the bathroom in the light. And he just has to watch it. So fast forward to the next day. The police show up. And they're like, so obviously it was the kid. Obviously this (laughs) 12-year-old... brutally murdered and eviscerated his own mother <laughs> straight to jail and everyone's like investigation closed we're done here yeah yeah and his girlfriend's like seems fishy he doesn't seem like the type to eviscerate people but everyone else in the town's like yeah it makes sense makes yeah. sense adds up he, he was the only one there he was Who the only one there been? he's and, and he's like well no it was matilda and everyone's like all right we're tired of kids using that excuse <laughs> to kill their parents. That's what's been happening for 150 years. Kids have just been, <laughs> parents have been dropping like flies, and the kids are like, oh, but Tilda did it. Fucking Tildy, I don't know. So now we flash forward to like 12 years later, which is so jarring, by the way. Like literally, the smash the movie has been going the- on for like 20 minutes, and we've already had like three different centuries. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> can't handle Jesus. it. So we fat we fast forward to present what we assume is present day. We have grown up girlfriend who's calling grown up Kyle. Kyle is out of whatever mental facility they put ten year old to eat their mother's in. He's out. He's in the studio apartment. He picks up the and phone. And he's doing she, fine. He says, "I am doing great. Don't, I've I never don't been care doing what better. people say. He's I feel great. doing fine. He's definitely so she, not hoarding millions of flashlights. No, no, it's, sir." No, he's he's better now. He doesn't, have, so, he doesn't have drawings of Matilda and crude charcoal all over his home. No. Mm-hmm. That's something a crazy person would do. <laughs> he's not taking fistful of pills like they're Tic Tacs. <laughs> he's doing fine, he's people. Fine. <laughs> it's true. He has literally like 200 flashlights. And just like which buy like a bigger is the light. worst choice. Yeah, just get... <laughs> they make them in bigger sizes, <laughs> So like think of like one floodlight. That's all he would need. Yeah. Maybe like, two. Like just like a football backup. stadium. Maybe. Maybe. A, a nightlight gives more light out. Like what he gets, he's like, no, I want a single beam. No penumbra. Super targeted. Just like a super targeted. And I'm just going to lay. And he has 80 of them. <laughs> and I'm like, why? And How many hands do you have, Brandon? Most of them are small. I'm just like. They're like mini flashlights. I'm like, those are for like looking around in your car. <laughs> Not for fighting off mystical demon no. witches. No, so he has 80 flashlights, which I can only assume are to, like, set up, like, a laser obstacle course that Matilda has to tra- mm-hmm. tra- traverse to get to him, like, Mission Impossible She style. opens the door, dun, dun, da-da. <laughs> da-da-da. And he's like, good. She's, like, sneaking through. Sneaking through all the lights. <laughs> but, yeah, so girlfriend calls, or girl person calls Kyle person and is like, hey, remember that time that you said that it w- you didn't eat your mom? Remember that well, time? Now- <laughs> Well, I remember, and now my brother, my younger brother, is saying that he's afraid of the dark and that Tilda's going to get her. So that made me think of you. Um, Want to come help him out? And she was, he agrees yeah, yeah, to it. She was like, "So how did you get over it?" And he's like, 
you know, therapy. <laughs> you know, healthy diet. Um, Exercise. Yeah. Socialization is big. You know, it's really <laughs> super important. You just got to get out there, you know. In your single studio apartment with no windows. Mm-hmm. But several flashlights. At least two. So, yeah, he, he agrees for some reason. Um, actually, no. He says no. But then oh, shows right. up anyway. <laughs> shows up. <laughs> right and so he just shows up at the at the hospital and he goes and sees the kid he does not see her first can't help but notice that he just walks into the crazy kid ward he does um and he walks up to this little kid and he's like hey so i hear you're afraid of a fake demon super fake not real you little idiot you little, <laughs> little punk and the, and the kid's like i mean i definitely saw her and she's definitely gonna kill me and he's like you're just saying that because you're crazy here's a flashlight is, get over it. what is yeah he gives him a flashlight what's his end game he obviously knows that it's real he knows that or it's guess, real or maybe he i just, guess he's like suppressing it he's like i did eat my mom <laughs> it's fine yeah, maybe, don't eat your mom and you'll be okay yeah maybe here's he's just like just he's case. heard it for so long that he's crazy that maybe he just accepts that it wasn't but he real. very quickly gets over it like he's very quickly reverts and he's like oh no like there's super real to be fair tildy gives him an abundance of evidence <laughs> oh yeah Tildy um, does not, not do the a subtlest. Kill. Nope. She's a little bit so, of a drama queen. She's a lot of a drama queen. Can we just talk about that for a minute about how melodramatic Tildy is? So her <laughs> whole thing is she doesn't want to be seen. That's like her whole bit. Like, she's she's like, like, I will literally kill you if you look at me. Do not <laughs> Don't look, look at, at me. me. But then she's like, I am going to lean over you. Don't look. Don't look, but look. Hey, just don't, don't look look at me why aren't you looking at me look at me just, just look real just fast don't, don't you want to look don't look don't do not look at me <laughs> literally she jumps in front of a moving car at one point she's like don't look, <laughs> don't at, look me. at me <laughs> and then someone sees her and she's like fuck you how, how dare, dare you, you? <laughs> she's i a was very hot difficult once. demon <laughs> i was hot once i had fistfuls of mouth bones <laughs> gold despair <laughs> So um, he's like, okay, it's not real. Don't worry about it. Here's a flashlight. Hope you don't die. And so then he leaves. <laughs> but not before running into the woman that called him. And she's like, I thought you said you weren't going to come. He's like, I already took care of it. <laughs> he's fine now. He's he better. Like, I told him he was mm-hmm. crazy. He handled it <laughs> fine. <laughs> Definitely not thinking that this Tildy woman's real. Mm-hmm. No, he's super fine. We're all fine. We're all fine because, you know, if my if my brother was sick, I would definitely solicit the medical attention of um, a convicted murderer. Yes. Be like, if you could just go in, um, unchaperoned and visit my little brother, that would be fantastic. And again, not to belabor the point, but it's been 15 or 20 years or whatever that time lapse was. And has no other child lost a, lost their last tooth? But in this period of time, has no one else seen her? Like, they jam it back up there. Like the okay. town knows the legend. The kids know the legend. And everyone knows that if you know that something's coming for you, you're going to look. Yeah. Like, chil- it, like ch- children, they know that it's their, it's their day that they're losing their last tooth. They know that she's supposed to come. Like, of course, you're, like, you're going to sneak a peek because that's human nature. So many children should have died in this town. For all you... They don't tell us very much. For all you know, there's like child cemeteries where they just like pile them in and they're like, and they're like oh, another another mother killer <laughs> throw it in the pile <laughs> but she's sparing no expense on um her brother's night terrors at this very 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 nice um sophisticated Asylum. hospital <laughs> in, in the middle of nowhere and darkness in the town of darkness falls so he goes down he meets the girlfriend or woman and 
meets her boyfriend, I guess. Her, I think he's a suitor. Like, I think he wants to be with her. And she's like, no, my heart already belongs, belongs to-, to someone else. I think you're right. I think that is what it is. <laughs> exactly it's very gross. It is. That's really gross. And so out of for no plot reason, um, the suitor of this girl takes Brandon Kyle out to a bar. Which he's like, no, I should it. And he's like, come. And he's like, all right. <laughs> like, do you even know that guy? <laughs> like, like, there's, like, It doesn't make any sense. It's like the town where he can get murdered in because she doesn't kill people mm-hmm. outside of Darkness Falls yeah, that we he, know he, of. Because he lives outside of Darkness Falls. So he came back in. Yeah. And now it's nighttime. At approximately 5 p.m. When he's most at risk. He's just carrying around a duffel bag full of flashlights. Full of flashlights. Seems like a lot. It seems like a yeah. lot of work. Uh-huh. And they just go to I this. would have just come earlier, but that's yeah. me. <laughs> he came at dusk. He did. But yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll go out for a beer with you. Like, that seems worth the risk. He's, so seems he, fine. he goes out to this, like, hill people bar and... It's a dive Immediately, <laughs> someone recognizes him. Somehow. And is like, I know you. You ate your mom <laughs> 15 years ago. Like, how would you? How would you know that? I've been tracking you on Facebook. <laughs> I know what you look like. And I'm pretty sure you ate your mom. And I got a problem with that. And he's like, just trying to keep the peace. And then they get into a brawl over how he ate his mom. <laughs> we don't take kindly to mother eaters yeah. in this town. <laughs> we don't like it too much. <laughs> and so like, so they, they end up outside. outside tumbling down a hill dramatically tumble down a hill they like flashing through bracken fern like nobody's business again i don't think any of these characters know each other no i genuinely they've never met (laughs) it's pitch black they're tumbling down the hill angry everyone's angry and then guess who shows up tildy it's tildy (laughs) and so so kyle brandon's like i'm getting the fuck out of here and i don't have my flashlight duffel bag <laughs> oh that's right he doesn't have this his is a problem for me and the hillbilly's like hey where are you going and then like tildy's like being like the biggest weirdo very conspicuous and she's like just <laughs> she's like going from tree to tree like like barely hiding behind them like oh don't look at me <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> she's like screaming Wait, do the sound you can do the sound really well no I, wait I've no you can do it so it. well you've lost After it four episodes i can't do it anymore <laughs> Chris can sound just like um, the screech that Tildy makes. Because turns out it's not super hard. Um, but instead <laughs> but they of, make it instead harder of than just it having be. someone make the sound. Which is like. Yeah, which is like a normal. That's close. Like, people can make these noises. Um, instead, what, what Liebs does, classic Liebs, he, bowl, mm-hmm. he pulls a classic Liebs move. And he just records an old woman moaning in bed <laughs> and then speeds it up. I have to imagine that it's his grandmother in the nursing home. She's like, she's like, like reaching Nana, for you can't get your pills yet. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just one more take for safety. And he's like, no, okay, Nana, you can have the painkillers if you do it a little slower this time and directly into the microphone. <laughs> Try not to make hard pee sounds, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so totally unnecessary leaves once so again. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. That's where the millions went. They hired the yeah. old woman. <laughs> I hope they paid her. I, my my scenario is way worse. True. So so um she's like, don't look at me. And then peeking around. Of course he looks at her because that's what she wants because she is an attention whore to the max. <laughs> and then swoops down. Forgets that forgets that Kyle Brandon has been like her her chase for fifteen years. No, whoever she, whoever saw her last, that's go target go for hill person. Uno. Yeah. So she's go, she goes for him. Um, kills him i assume i don't really remember yeah he's definitely I, he dies yeah and then 
the boyfriend guy shows up, the suitor guy shows up, and he's like, what's going on? He's like, let's leave. Let's leave, y'all. And so they drive away, or they try to to drive away. Um, Brandon Kyle is, like, explaining tooth fairies to this man. And And the man is telling him. My favorite part. Well, the man's telling him about what's going on. He's still not buying it. Yeah. Because I, so then we see what's, so back at the hospital. um, Oh, no, this is my, whatever her name is. What is her name even? Uh, Caitlin. Sure. Female actor number one. (laughs) Yeah. um, Is the only one. There's only one girl in the She's seeing a very famous psychiatrist who has flown into Darkness Falls for just one day, just for her little brother. 10 p.m. Yeah. One night. And, that she's like paying like her entire savings to like get this man's medical advice. And she's like, how can I help my brother? And he's like, well, have you tried just locking him in a dark room for a while? And then he'll just get better. <laughs> and she's like, does he have a fear of snakes? We can throw those in for free. And she, he's like, what? <laughs> she's like, what about? <laughs> they like, flew this man in. She's like, what? And he's like, what if we treat him with fear? With darkness. <laughs> and she's like, isn't there like therapy or like some drugs we could try? He's like, sure, but he'll be on them for the rest of his life and he'll never be better. Lock him in a room. <laughs> 20 minutes later, comes out a new man. And she's like, man. oh, okay. <laughs> she's a very gullible woman. Yeah. So they strap this boy to an MRI table. Yeah. So the, the machine they use is, um, it's literally an MRI. It's a sensory deprivation tank. It's an MRI. Um, <laughs> that is somehow pitch black inside. Yep. There's light all in the room around. It's pitch black inside. And they they have the boy strapped down to a tray that with very leather. ominously. Like he's, like, he's strapped in. <laughs> he's strapped in with leather. That's right. Because it's an MRI, which is obviously built in the last like 20 years. But let's make sure the straps are from the 50s. <laughs> yeah. So they slowly ease him into the blackness. And well, he's like downloading. They inject him yeah, with some sort of like a little bit. snake venom or some shit. He's like, oh yeah, they're screaming. like, this is gonna burn, and, the, and they like stab him. Mom in the looks at the nurse and he's like, it's protocol, and she's like, okay, <laughs> okay, good enough for me. <laughs> so they're like slowly edging him into the um, MRI machine, all while Brandon's trying to rush back to the hospital to save them or warn them. So why can't? Here's my thing. He's like almost fully like downloaded up into the MRI machine. He's like at seventy percent darkness. Yeah. Can she not get him in that? So her ability to manifest corporally is not entirely developed in this film. Mm -hmm. Um, Is she just around all the time like a bat hiding in caves and shit? And she literally can only go where she can go? Or can she just appear anywhere in the darkness? Unclear. Unclear. And you're not going to get many answers. But as as he's being like brought into the MRI, we do hear her on the inside. She's like, Oh, yeah. You can hear her. Yeah. So can she be two places at once? I don't know. Can she manifest suddenly I where don't she know. feels I mean, like? my theory is that even if she could manifest, I think she can only be in one place at one time. And she couldn't be in the deprivation chamber because she was too busy jumping in front of cars. Why couldn't she have just eaten his legs? She was jumping in front of cars, Kate. Okay, that's right. So flashback. Um, we're flashing back to Brandon, a random boy person. And there he's explaining again. Matilda has because she takes breaks in between snacks so she (laughs) she's she's winded she is fully winded she ate the hill person and now she's giving them time to run away obviously Mm -hmm. she's very respectful like that she's She's very like the the cat and mouse of it all (laughs) she's like oh they're fast (laughs) so she 
and they're in a car so they're speeding down the highway because apparently you can drive away from demons and she jumps in front of the car and is like don't look at me (laughs) the headlights don't affect her yeah she's like unharmed for reasons unharmed she's fine and then uh, they get in a car accident because of it and then the suitor dude gets got right and, and Brandon doesn't care. Brandon's like, just, that's a bummer. Gets in the car, drives away. And she's, until he's like, damn it, I really gotta, I can't waste this meal. So I'm gonna wait. She's I'll like, catch up with you at the hospital. And then you never fly without waiting 30 minutes after a meal. Because cramp. I will cramp. <laughs> I will cramp. So I will meet you at the hospital. I will meet you there, bud. <laughs> D- don't you forget about it. Don't forget. So he rushes to the hospital. He bursts into the torture chamber. Yeah. He bursts into the MRI room, like, with, no one stopped him. No one stopped no him. One no one had any intention of stopping him. Um, and he just burst in and he's like, don't do it. And then she's like, okay. She's like, All right, stop. Stop the presses. I he's know like, we spent just his hundreds forehead of thousands sticking of dollars out. on this psychiatrist who has bad medical advice. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to listen to this crazy man who may or may not have allegedly eaten his mother. Caitlin is a simple woman. She, <laughs> she knows what she wants. <laughs> she has no business being in charge of this child none at all also none. where are the parents i don't know where the parents are i assume that one of them child I, I don't know they don't explain it they don't try to so they've they're now they're now it's the hospital escape scene which is the best scene in the movie no, because you've skipped you've skipped in massive scenes you'd think after five episodes we would have a it's better a blur of Chris. This plot line. so he gets hella arrested because while there was no security oh, getting right. into the hospital the entire pd force of darkness falls was in the hallway so they rush in like why are they arresting him because he's acting like a crazy person i guess <laughs> you're freaking people out so there are like no this, charges against him <laughs> now that you maybe ate it. mother and we're still upset about it we're still we're not happy about it also <laughs> one of our hill people went missing <laughs> very suspicious so they that's right they throw him in what I've never seen a jail that looks like it. And I've been in a lot of jails. Yeah. Kate's been arrested a lot, guys. (laughs) A lot. So it's the basement of, I assume it's the basement because it's only got those little slit windows at the top or some sort of storm cellar. (laughs) Most of the room that they're in is just like the office space for the officers. But then there's single cubicle cells over in the corner, (laughs) much like a Western movie. Like a saloon, it's like Occupy One, and so he, right there yeah, exactly. next to the accounting the accounting desk. Yeah, so he's just sitting in his cell and he's talking to like this asshole like deputy who is the chief's son, and I guess they have beef. And I, I don't Seems know how. Unreasonable. They haven't met each other. <laughs> well, in they this probably movie. knew each other when they were kids, but that was they a while shoehorned ago. some beef in there. I yeah, don't know. I don't remember. He was like, I don't know, like I don't talk to mother eaters or something. <laughs> some clever line like that, and. Tildy at this point has finally learned how electricity works. So she cuts the power to the station. Alternatively, it was a storm, but there's very little evidence of bad weather after Mm -hmm. this. So Mm -hmm. probably Tildy. It was Tildy. Yeah. So she cuts the power to the to the police department. If she if she had that power, she could eat whoever the hell she wanted. Yeah. And then Brandon The whole town would be eating. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. So Brandon Kyle is in the Mm -hmm. little one-person cell, which has a floodlight directly above it, like an emergency floodlight. So he's sitting in this perfect little halo Mm -hmm. of light. He's like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. (laughs) I should get some of those. (laughs) Yeah. This is where it dawned on him. He's like, oh, lights that turn on when it's dark and they're larger. (laughs) He's like... His mind is blown. He pulls out his diary. Dear self, if survived, 
Pick up bigger five. lights this time. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, Tildy gets in. She starts mm-hmm. killing people. They start shooting each other up. She, they're yeah, shooting she's her. flying around saying, don't she's, look at she's, me. Don't look at me. Don't look. <laughs> so she kills almost everybody except for the um, deputy. The person she's had beef with for 20 years. Yeah. And so then yeah, he's, he's good. The deputy guy, he's like, uh, I believe you. <laughs> we cool now. Right. And he's like, We're so cool. you definitely arrested me and held me against <laughs> on false pretense. But sure. You can come with me. So they rush to the hospital. Because Tildy is still eating the people, so that gives them time to leave. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how she, many she, people she eats, her break time is the same. 15 minutes. <laughs> so that's enough time for them to get back to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the lights are out of the hospital, correct? All of the lights are Because there's a lightning storm. So, yeah. So they find um, lead unquote. female actress and yeah. lead child. Mm-hmm. And... With them are uh, several nurses, I think a medical intern, maybe a doctor. They're the only staff mm-hmm. in the hospital. The rest of the hospital mm-hmm. is completely empty. Uh, mm-hmm. They mentioned something about other patients and they quickly uh, abandon like, that. Not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to suck. And so Brandon Kyle's like, okay, we just got to get out. We have to got to get out of the hospital. And how convenient that we have these nice little floodlights, which I didn't know existed before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a very specific type of floodlight, yeah, which is very just important to know. Flashlights duct taped to the ceiling. They're giant flashlights, so it's <laughs> these huge circles, like these huge perfect beams of light, these perfect circles of light, without any penumbra, and it's just direct blackness directly next to it. They're just stage lights. It's just, literally just stage lights, and you have to like hop between them. But really dull stage lights, you know, like mm-hmm. the level of lightness in the circle, and then the level of lightness outside the circle isn't horribly different. Like it's not that. I want to talk to the hospital. city planner of Darkness Falls. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so they do. Like geez, so they, this is almost intentional. So they do the world's most dangerous game of hopscotch. <laughs> I love this part. And they just like hop from. Brandon's like, yeah. So Brandon's figured out. He's like, okay. So I don't give a fuck about you, doctor people. He's like, so um, you guys are unnamed characters. Therefore, yes. you go first. We're, she. One of them's like, wait, my name's. He's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Follow me. Stop. Stop Listen, right there. I'm a named character, okay? And I always <laughs> I have am Brandon. I, I was illegally blonde. <laughs> now on your nurse number one. Next. Nurse number one. That's it. So he gr- he grabs all these people who just blindly start following him. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I agree with this crazy psycho man. There's definitely... Because they didn't see anything. One of the doctors Why was like, were you arrested a little bit <laughs> like ago for allegedly ago? eating your mother years ago and then acting like a crazy person? He's like, no time. Doctor Follow number me, one, doctor. I'm going to need you to shill. Okay. <laughs> Now hop into that light. Nothing bad hop will happen. Hop into that light. So Tilly is now in the hospital because you can hear um, Lieb's Nana screaming. And so mm-hmm. um, he's gathered all these people to use. It's literally fodder. He's basically throwing them. He's like, and go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then Tilly like swoops down, kills a nurse. like, And then they yeah. all hop to the next light. And Tilly's so, like, yeah. ah, got one I didn't want. Got but one. I'll Damn it. I'll take I'll it. I'll eat her. Don't she saw me, which I hate. Not ungrateful. <laughs> But like she couldn't have seen her is the thing. No, and then they. Uh, she just abandons that. My She's like, I'm part just, is when I'm they just get gonna to, like, start eating. Nonsense hallway, and they're like in the doorway, <laughs> yeah. and they need to jump to the light that's just shining on the far wall, not mm-hmm. the actual hallway mm-hmm. itself, just the wall. Mm-hmm. And so they jump. Nurse gets killed, obviously. Mm-hmm. She gets pulled into the darkness, and then they all get to the wall, and then they start shuffling, but the light clearly d- diminishes as you go down the hall. So like. <laughs> Not helpful? I don't know. No. But we 
immediately after that, they're just out of the hospital now and it's fine. It's fine. All the nurses are dead. They've served their dead. purpose. <laughs> it's literally just the four named characters. The little kid, Brandon, girl character, and deputy. Yeah. The named characters, none of whom we know their names. Also, I'm confused. Is it not dark outside? It is. It's nighttime. Game. It's nighttime. But they're like, oh, thank God we made it out of the hospital. We made I would have just out. sat in a little beam. No. So they rush to okay. the car in the, yes. in the dark. She's the eating, dark. so they've She's got a busy. couple minutes. She's busy. 15 minute snack break. So then they start driving, and the deputy or Kyle Brandon, I can't remember which one um, since it I watched so the movie a month matter. ago, but mm-hmm. they're like, let's just go to the lighthouse. Seems that's the Obvious. place to be. Because um, they love beams. They love beams. <laughs> Ooh, go get big beam. Ooh, big flashlight. We just need a bigger <laughs> flashlight. So they get to the they get to the um, lighthouse. Um, uh-huh. They rush inside. Tildy followed them. She was like smashing the car, but then when they get to the lighthouse and walk outside in the open air, she's not there. She's gone. Um, she's like, she all goes right, I love Forty miles in. an hour. You know, cat and mouse. You know, reel and release, reel and release. <laughs> you know. But the lighthouse is off because... Because it's diesel powered. <laughs> I don't know how lighthouses work. This I don't know. I'm not going to argue it. I don't know. So they get up in there and he takes lead actress one and child one and puts them in the very top where the actual light is because that's the safest mm-hmm. place as closest to the outside. Um, but there's no light right now. And there's no light. He's like, just so sit next just to a big flashlight, which we worship now. <laughs> sit here. It'll be fine. He ends up to go back down because like, why isn't the lighthouse turning on? Turns out like a fuel line is now leaking. Mm-hmm. I think Tildy cut the fuel line. <laughs> She's a crafty one. So they're working on fixing on that. And deputy gets got by Tildy. Yeah. yeah. He, so he has also now served his purpose yeah. in the movie. He gets the light going. There's like this weird little confrontation between Tildy and the three of them at the top. The light's happening and she's getting, she gets hit by the rays, but she doesn't die right away. And then he rips her mask off and then she gets hit by the light and bursts into flames. Beam. Yeah. Oh, but the teeth. So the mask falls, shatters on the ground, and we find out that it was full of children's teeth. She was just pressing them against her flesh. This, this last bit is just so comical because she just looks ridiculous. Like she looks like somewhere between the scary. emperor... You know, with all the from wind like flapping Star about. Wars. Um, Calabar from Halloween Town. There's a lot of Calabar. A lot of Calabar. A lot, a lot of Calabar, Calabar influences. <laughs> Leaves was a big Halloween Town yeah. thing, for sure. And then, yeah, and she just gets, she just burst into flames because he was right. Flashlight. The big reveal is really disappointing. Wait, what's the big reveal? Oh, her face. Oh, yeah. She's like. It's ugly. I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> We already told She's you like, it was ugly. Stop looking at me! She screams <laughs> as she like disintegrates into dust. Yes. So now the curse is finally brought to an end, and that's literally the end of this movie. It's over now. It's over. It's finally over. <laughs> I'm so excited to never talk about this movie again. Psh, do not curse us. I will deny I've ever watched it. Truly. <laughs> Truly. So let's go to our scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, we have a Tumblr. It is um, Nightlight Horror Movie Club at tumbler and on there we have all sorts of cool stuff. But most importantly, we have our massive scoreboard where we, um, pretty arbitrarily, we'll be honest, um, rank the movies 
based on how we would fit them. Yes. Um, let's just be real. Let's be real. We've ranked this movie five times now. We know where it goes. We know where it goes. You know where it's it goes. It's the bottom. It's the it's last the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last movie. This is by far the worst movie we have ever watched. And not just because we've had to cover it five times and not just because it's cursed. Because it's a terrible movie. It's just a bad movie. But it also has caused significant psychological trauma, both to my childhood self and now my adult self. This is just traumatic for everyone. I will never watch it. Including you listeners. I will never watch it again. But I really hope it made you guys happy. Um, Carly, I hope you're happy we did this for you, girl. Kelly, wherever you are. Kelly, we're now going to be glass half full people. (laughs) This, this, This experience has changed us for the better. God, I hope so. I hope so. It's definitely changed us. So I'm changed. Um, go check out our scoreboard. Um, decide if you if you agree or disagree. Um, find out who the fuck Brandon who is in Lady Blonde. Um, whenever you find that out, email it to us. Um, it's nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. That goes straight to us. Um, you can also email us all your movie recommendations. Yes. And now that hopefully our technical difficulties, hopefully this curse is broken. I hope this audio hopefully works. We'll, yeah. <laughs> Um, hopefully we'll be back on on the game and um, going back to our typical bi-weekly episodes. So give us your recommendations. We would love to um, watch the movies that you guys want us to see. What are we doing next? Oh, wait, I get to pick. It's, yeah, your turn. Okay, so I get to pick. Um, so I'm picking a real movie. Um, it's on Netflix. I've seen it before. Um, but I feel like we haven't done a movie like this in a while, so I think it's going to be a good change of pace for us. It's Hush. It's on Netflix. It's directed by Mike Flanagan. It's a slasher horror. I highly recommend everyone go and watch it mm-hmm. before our episode on it. Oh. It's worth the watch. Okay. Uh, don't watch this. Don't watch Darkness Falls. Do not watch Darkness Falls. For the love of no. God. Cheese it. You will be cursed. You will be cursed. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I vote Hush for next week. All right. Sounds great. Or next time. Sounds Maybe terrible. it'll be next year. Who yeah. Knows? You know, whenever. <laughs> whenever. Maybe we'll do Darkness Falls again. Maybe we'll. Yeah. I can't wait. Let's do this the next time. Um, anyway, thank you guys for being so patient with us. I hope everyone is staying inside, staying safe. Um, if you're an essential worker, stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for everything that you do. And uh, we hope that we can do a lot more of this during the one year, two year quarantine. Yeah. You know, that we're however long it strapping takes. in for. Yep. So just come back. We'll have Hush, hopefully, in a, in a couple of weeks. All right. Any I'm last exhausted. thoughts? I'm exhausted. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time. talk about no okay i literally don't even i can't even fathom what kind of like post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic try one more time (laughs) post